Chapter Twenty Eight of Your Psychic Powers and How to Develop Them. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Amanda Friday. Your Psychic Powers and How to Develop Them by Harroward Carrington. Chapter Twenty Eight Haunted Houses. As explained in the last chapter, when apparitions become fixed or attached to one locality, they constitute what is called a local haunting, and the place they influence is commonly called a haunted house. This is the ordinary or common theory of haunted houses, and the average person probably assumes that the figures seen in such houses are material, and the picture he forms of the ghost is that it is a sheeted figure walking about, up and down stairs, and clanking chains after it. There are probably a few, if any, psychic students who believe that houses are haunted by figures of this description, and opposed to this view is that of ordinary science, which contends that there are no haunted houses at all, the figures seen within them being merely the product of expectancy, suggestion, and excited imagination. The Explanation of Haunted Houses All those who have carefully investigated the subject, however, come to the conclusion, sooner or later, that there are genuine haunted houses, the question is, what constitutes the haunting, and how are such cases to be explained? Many psychic students have specialized, so to speak, in this subject of haunted houses, and have formulated various theories to explain cases of this character. The following are the most important theories which have been advanced. 1. That one person, or group of persons, forming a family, have experienced certain psychic phenomena in the house in question and these form the nucleus round which gathered impressions, noises, and psychic experiences of all kinds. From a small beginning great results sprang, elaborated by their own minds. Now when these people moved away from the house in question, and other tenants occupied it, this second group was influenced by the thoughts, emotions, and impressions of those who had moved away, so that they in their turn began to see signs and hear strange sounds, inquiry revealing the fact that the house had the reputation of being haunted and their own imaginations would magnify the significance of all they had seen or heard in other words this theory contends that telepathy or influence from living minds is the all-sufficient explanation and alone serves to account for the facts telepathy and psychic atmosphere two the second theory advanced is that telepathy from the dead is the true explanation the phantom scene, etc., being produced by the influence of minds of deceased persons. On this theory, the figures and phantoms are not objective or real, any more than in the first case, but are telepathic hallucinations, just as truly, though they have an objective basis of reality, inasmuch as they have originated in the mind of a deceased person. Dreams or thoughts of the dead constitute, therefore, the basic principle of explanation on this theory. 3. The next theory which is advanced is that some subtle psychic atmosphere permeates the walls of the house in question, and that this atmosphere influences or impresses all those who live within it. There is much to say in favor of such a theory, and the previous chapters on the aura, psychometry, the human fluid, etc., will lend a certain amount of support to it. At the same time, it is difficult to see how a general and impersonal atmosphere of this character could translate itself into definite figures or forms particularly when these speak and convey information unknown to the seer. I shall say more of this later. Astral Bodies and Thought Forms 4. 
the fourth theory to be advanced is that the figures seen are the astral or etheric bodies of spirits who return and constitute the haunting being present in actual fact this is the nearest approach to the commonly held theory of the figures seen in haunted houses five the fifth theory is that such figures are thought forms created by some distant living or disincarnate mind and projected into the house in question where they assume more or less definite and tangible form this is in a sense a process of self-projection but the phantasm is always seen in a certain place as though magnetically drawn to that locality the nature of the figure seen which of these theories is the correct one in my own estimation there is much truth in all of them and no two cases of haunted houses are due to the same cause or depend upon the same conditions all five of these causes may be operating at the same time in any one house or any two three or four of them may be indeed to judge from the complex nature of the phenomena seen it is highly probable that such is the case there is strong evidence in fact to make us believe that the ordinary hallucination theories will not serve to explain the facts for example these phantasms often produce physical phenomena as before explained such as opening doors lifting curtains snuffing candles etc mental images or pictures could not do this again animals often see or appear to see apparitions in haunted houses and show all the signs of fear such as trembling sweating etc in the third place figures are often described differently by different individuals for example a would describe a full-face view of the figure while b would describe the figure in profile if a real figure were standing where both percipients saw it this description would be correct such cases certainly tend to suggest that a real figure and no mere hallucination was present in the fourth place apparitions have been seen by two three or more persons at once these collective hallucinations as they are called strongly suggest an external phantom in no mere mental picture proofs of reality in the fifth place apparitions which have appeared to strangers occupying haunted houses have afterwards been identified on being shown the photograph of the person for example a gentleman sleeping in a house reputed to be haunted sees a certain figure bending over him when he awakes at midnight he notes details of dress feature etc and also notes that he has never seen this person before in his life the next day he is shown twenty photographs from among the twenty he selects one as being the phantom seen in the house the owner of the house then tells him that this is the person said to haunt the locality in question again we are driven to believe that more than mere hallucination is at work in the sixth place these figures seen in haunted houses have occasionally been photographed and this objective and physical proof of their reality is strong evidence that they are more than mental products seventh figures seen in haunted houses often convey to the seer definite information or give messages which the individual in question could not have known this strongly indicates not only the reality of the apparition but the fact that it is a disincarnate spirit for these reasons therefore we must assume that haunted houses are actual realities and that the figures seen therein are at times at least outstanding entities and represent more or less directly the individual they appear to portray seances in haunted houses psychic students can test their power and at the same time conduct many interesting and valuable experiments in haunted houses in an atmosphere of this sort which is more highly charged with magnetism than the ordinary seance room psychic powers of any character should be quickly augmented and increased so that messages could be obtained by speech vision automatic writing crystal vision etc 
whenever you hear of a case of a haunted house therefore you should make it a point to visit this house at once it is not necessary to sleep in it a night as many suppose in order to test its character hold a seance in that house in the evening and striking phenomena will probably result or if you cannot gather together a group of interested students sit by yourself and see whether you cannot obtain direct messages from the intelligences present experiments in automatic writing crystal gazing etc may also be tried clairvoyant diagnosis of haunted houses clairvoyance may also render useful service by visiting clairvoyantly haunted houses and ascertaining and describing if possible the source and cause of the haunting visit the house by means of a clairvoyant excursion either spontaneously or when in a mesmeric trance etc and use your psychic powers to the utmost to discover what you can regarding this house when you find yourself inside it look about and see whether you can sense any spirits evil or otherwise lurking among its atmosphere endeavor to sense the psychic atmosphere of the house and test the aura of those living within it all houses reputed to be haunted may not necessarily be so but the individuals themselves may be unbalanced or obsessed for some reason in which case the house itself would be free except from those influences which were drawn to it by the individuals residing there many persons living in haunted houses wish to be free from the depressing influences which sometimes hang about houses of this character yet do not know how to proceed in order to rid themselves of these haunting presences this is a very complicated question and one to which psychic students have in the past given far too little attention in my book the coming science there is a chapter entitled haunted houses and their cure and i would refer all those interested to the work in question an interesting case is there given of a haunted house which was cured so to say by the following means how to cure haunted houses a trance medium georgia gladys cooley was called in to investigate and do what she could and when in the house went spontaneously into trance in that condition her guide spoke through her and described the haunting spirits they were then charged to remove them if possible and undertook to do so this they did in a somewhat striking and dramatic manner and ended by reporting the fact that the haunting presences had been finally completely removed this is a very instructive case and shows us that trance mediums and their guides can be of a very great service in many cases where the haunting assumes an unpleasant or evil character thus the nature of the haunting may be diagnosed clairvoyantly and the cure effected through some trance medium and by the spirits who operate through him in some cases however the haunting may be cured by more simple means such as suggestion lessening the psychic sensitiveness of those living in the house by diverting the thoughts by plenty of outdoor physical exercise toughening the aura etc on the other hand there are cases on record where haunted houses have withstood all attempts to cure them and the inhabitants have ultimately been forced to move happily cases of this character are rare at all events haunted houses present a fascinating and useful field in which the psychic student can test his clairvoyance or other psychic power to advantage end of chapter twenty eight recording by amanda friday